Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 320. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Mm, glad you're back. Yeah, couldn't even get a show together, huh? You're Sorry. worthless. Well, I was Each one either. of you. I was, what were you no doing? Writing news New stories, <laughs> making reviews, playing games. I was Terrible. on the other side of the country. Doing an amazing feature. Colin already already was there. Mr. Um, no Taxation. How you doing, Colin? Thanks. I don't know what you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about the one about you ranked the first party studio. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that piece. That was really cool. A lot yep. of people, some people were mad about that piece. Yeah. But, oh, well. Too bad. People are mad about everything <laughs> on the internet. And next to him, the tech tower, Scott Lowe. Hey! Hey, I haven't seen a lot of you, Scott. How you no, doing? No, no. It's not like we've spent like the last week in a very small, confined room together. Yeah. <laughs> you, you all shared a hotel room? No. no. The rooms are every room you're in. That would have been we, awesome. Scott Lowe and I went to Japan for a week. It was yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Saw Shuhei Yoshida. We'll get to that later. Though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, rooms are very small for a large man like myself. <laughs> and then we, yeah, we stayed in a hotel where the bathrooms were incredibly tiny. I almost, literally almost knocked myself out coming upstairs drunk where I was coming through a doorway and I stood up way too early and just concussed myself on the top of the door. Yeah. The doorways are not built for you and me. I saw stars and I had to like <laughs> stumble be... back to the hotel room and I opened the door like, Stimer! Of, of all of the like awful ways to like wake up and getting reports of like, you know, that Greg, like he died while he was in Japan because he was drunk and stood up too it fast. It wasn't even that I, was, I, don't think, I don't even think it was that I was drunk because it's how I hit my head. I think I just stood up like an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I just didn't even know what I was doing. Ah. Uh. This, of course, is Podcast Beyond, IGN's PlayStation Podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Uh, as we started the show, we were fooling around. We got we got the Japanese Vita here. Yeah. I, I bought the pink Vita, so there it is. If you're looking at oh, home, nice. if you're watching. If not, this is it on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Just what you want. Uh, I like it a lot. I played a lot. Scott, you, you're reviewing it. You're, you got yep. a white model. I have the pink one. Yeah, yeah. I'm what a little envious so of the pink. I, I should have broadened my horizons a little bit. You gotta, you uh, I, whenever there's pink, yeah, gotta I want to touch it. <laughs> The Greg Miller motto. Well, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it went downhill fast. <laughs> you like it, though? Yeah, what no, do you I think like so it a lot. Far? I mean, uh, the, screen, the obvious difference is the lack of uh, OLED, oh, OLED display and uh, uh, the change in the design making it a little thinner. But uh, overall, it's pretty pretty sweet. Man, I love that it doesn't use that proprietary charging port. It yeah. uses uh, micro, USB. micro USB, which is the same as the sync cable on PS4 now, which is like super convenient and nice. Yeah. Yeah, but Can you charge it with your PS4? You can. Yeah. However, you still it doesn't. I like you know. I came. I also bought the sixty-four gigabyte card, and so last night I backed it up, and I was like, I knew, I was pretty sure the PS4 doesn't support that yet. But I was like, I'll try, yeah, and no sure utility. enough, I plug it in. And it's like, oh, not this device is not support. I'm like, motherfucker, really? <laughs> like you don't support your own handheld? Like yeah, it is a little yeah. weird. It's it funny too weird. because uh, especially since they're like coming bundled in a box together, like you would think that it would like recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, they sure are coming together, bundled in a box. We'll see. Oh, I'll believe that up. when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> M Dog has not written way. in to correct the pizza bets yet, so because yeah. well, you said at launch. Well, it happened in time for the launch in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so like there you go. And it still hasn't launched in yeah. Japan yet. Uh, I think my favorite thing about it, it's I like that it's lighter, but I really enjoy that on the back. The finger holes are bigger. Like yeah, the, yeah, the spot the where you put your whatever. yeah, the yeah. grooves in the back are way bigger because that was my biggest problem with the regular PlayStation Vita is that yeah. my fat fingers kept getting in touch. And that's a touch that's back. a tearaway thing. I I constantly like my finger comes up through the screw and I wasn't even intending Game for it to of do the that. Year, yeah. right? Oh, farm. it's so yeah. good. Shut up. Tearaway's so good. I mean, it, I think it's the shot in the arm uh, Vita needs. Like it's cheaper. Like, yeah. It's it's lighter. It's more accessible. Yeah, selling really well too. I do hope it'll bring more people in. That said, I like this is really cool and I. 
can see why you would want to switch, but I don't really feel like I need like you know there there have been you know like a PSP fat to two thousand yeah. or whatever. Like I obviously imported and thought it was totally worth it, and like you know a three DS to three DS XL I thought was worth it, yeah. or DS to DS Lite. This isn't one of those upgrades for me. This sure. is like I'm totally comfortable with my my launch Vita. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, it, it's is, about it grabbing, is really nice. Yeah, it's about grabbing new customers, not so much. Yes, yeah, for sure. Existing. I mean, to me, uh, when I was in Japan for a TGS and I, I played around with these, it, it just. It's nice, but and I, maybe Scott will disagree because he knows what he's talking about. But it, feel, <laughs> uh, it, feel, it, it, it feels cheap. Far. It feels cheap to me. That's yeah, what, and, and like I, I don't like. I, I think the Vita, like the real PS Vita, like the PS Vita One Thousand, whatever, feels hefty, like a yeah. like a machine. You know, I, mean, I feel, you think I feel that, like I can you, snap this thing in half. See, that's why you think. Do you yeah. think that's why you think it feels cheap? Just because it's lighter and it's yeah, it's it's just like because you you're, you're you can so almost hear like I'm not I'm not I don't want to scare you about because I did this once compared to it. You can like hear a creak when you like yeah even yeah yeah. You know, like that's what, like it just—it's weird. Like you couldn't do that to this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so like, like I, I understand. Like every millimeter of plastic saves them money. They want to get rid of as much of it as possible and, and thin it out and get rid of shit. But what they really need to do is get rid of the back touchpad. Well, but yeah. No. But how would anybody play, play a skate plan? <laughs> you played on PS4. Comes out today. It's no. really good in Tearaway. Yeah, I like it a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, the I, talk. The, the cheapness <laughs> doesn't really bother me so much because ultimately, this one feels the the original feels heftier. Uh, and it's it obviously has a better construction, but it's still plastic. So like for me, I, I'd rather take this, you know, the the size and weight uh, uh, alleviation there. Oh shit, is that the Vita TV? I didn't yeah, even that was yeah. Like, Speaking oh. of other things, oh. you brought back from Japan, Scott. Way. Yeah, I almost dropped and broke yeah. it <laughs> in the first five seconds of having Scott. You brought one of those Vita TVs. Yeah, so back. I uh, so I exercised great restraint and didn't actually open it until just like twenty minutes ago. When we did an unboxing, and uh, I'm really impressed by how small this thing is. Super tiny. Um, so if for the the uninitiated which I don't know anyone who would be listening to this and not know about the uh, Vita TV. But this is a $100 set-top box that basically replaces, or not replaces, but uh, acts as a Vita that you connect to your television. And it can t- it can stream PlayStation 4 games. Yeah, so it can do remote play. Uh, it can do uh, media services in Japan. Uh, the problem is, is right now it's kind of uh, limited to select regions. I think... Uh, Japan only right now. Right, yeah. Uh, you, but, so like, if you imported it like you did, yeah. the whole thing is that you could still put your games in and play them. Yeah. You could still do the streaming. You could connect to your PlayStation 4. However, you could only buy games off of it through the Japanese yeah, So the PlayStation PSN. Network, you have to have a, a Japanese account to, right. to use it. Otherwise, it'll lock you out. But uh, remote play and stuff, I'm assuming isn't. I mean, again, this is like, I just opened it 20 minutes ago, so I'm not sure. But uh, so I'm assuming that, yeah, <laughs> I'm just, you know. Taking a shot in the dark here, but uh, PS4 streaming should be fine. But it's uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting little box. I mean, I compared it to the iPhone 5s, like you know, like just size wise, it's yeah. just really small. It's yeah. awesome. Now, now it's ordering too. Wow. Yeah, wow. that's just that's that, insane. That really, that really, that really, really strikes crazy. me as like a, a really, you know, Sony make, has great design in terms of hardware. And, yeah, and, and that's just a awesome design of a, like a machine oh yeah it's a machine yeah. i mean be- between <laughs> this and the ps4 it's just like their industrial design alone is so impressive it's yeah, also right cool now. that like that's everything that's in here basically yeah. except for you know the touch functionality and the screen so oh, like yeah. it's 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 cool it's a cool piece of tech what i've been interested about it and i don't know if you guys have seen this is that the sales on this are really soft in japan so like the fifty thousand. Sa- yeah or something the like sales of that are huge like yeah. I, I think people have been like really surprised about how that's hanging on and god eater 2 just came out and Vita. Huh? He's pointing at the slim. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. yeah, sorry. He's pointing at Lightning Return Final Fantasy. <laughs> like, like God Eater Two was was really, really, really big for Vita, and it was released on PSP. And it's it's the by the way the first real concrete example of a PSP Vita game of you know like cross platform game of some significance that sold better on Vita. Yeah. Um. So the tides are finally turning for um for that hopefully. 
Um, and there are a few really big Vita games coming out early next year that are going to be big, like Soul, like Soul Sacrifice Delta, Freedom Wars, which looks fucking awesome. I don't know if you guys have seen it. That's an internal Sony game um, that looks really neat. I haven't seen um, it. And, of course, Natural Doctrine. Natural Doctrine. Tell me all about Natural Doctrine. You, <laughs> yeah, you, you, you dropped it on me. You got, we got a Patapon reference in there. You were dropping some Valkyria yeah, in there. Natural, you sold me on it. I'm done. I'm yeah, in. Yeah, Natural Doctrine is like a strategy role-playing game. I think it's for PS3, PS4, and Vita. Yes. Uh, Patapon, <laughs> Patapon's director yes. is is the director of the game, and uh, it's uh, it. I don't want to say it looks just like Valkyrie. Um, what am I thinking? Valkyrie of? Chronicles. Valkyrie Chronicles. I keep saying Valkyrie. Rise Valkyrie profile. Valkyrie. That's not the game though. Uh, yeah, Valkyrie Chronicles. Uh, it's like kind of an open-ended strategy RPG. It looks it looks really good. Um, they just released screens for it yesterday, and uh, hopefully they they bring it here. I'm sure they will. Um, what if it's secretly a Patapon game? Like you, you get <laughs> my head would explode. You get like two hours into it and then just like pat a pat a pat. What? <laughs> who did, who did Patapon Pyramid? Yeah, Pyramid did Patapon. What are they doing? Who Do the they exist knows? anymore? Who the hell knows? Hmm. It's all secret over there. You got yeah. Sony Japan. They're all... It's not. That's the funny thing is like we know so much because like about like what developers are doing here. We have friends here and like we know like we know a lot of off the record stuff. Yeah. I'm sh- like it's so frustrating because I'm sure it's just like that in Japan, but we don't have any we access have to people. them, so we yeah, don't know. Yeah. You know, it's like it's very frustrating. Um, isn't Valkyrie the name of the Tom Cruise movie where he? Yes. It's like yeah, a plot yeah. to take down Hillary. Yeah, yeah, I actually really like that movie. That that's the, what Brian yeah. Singer did after Superman Returns. Right. That's right. He didn't move right. fast enough. That's why there's no Superman Returns too. Yeah. Oh. Because then people realize that was a bad movie. <laughs> people had time to stew on it, and they're like, "Wait a second. The rose-colored glasses. Came we off. shouldn't let him do another Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We almost had it. Oh, and, and just real quick, just talk about Japanese sales. GTA Five. Yeah. Sold like six hundred thousand units there. So well, it's a that's failure. Flop. Crazy. Like. Which is that's huge. Yeah. That's that's like For more Western, than Final yeah. Fantasy thirteen three will sell in its life yeah. like life. Like, well, no, it's not more than it'll sell in its lifetime. It sold like one hundred fifty thousand in its first week. It's not going to reach six hundred thousand. Yeah, I but saw. Um, I'll take that bet. Okay, ten Some, years from now. <laughs> I think I saw like one ad for GTA five, but I saw a ton for Assassin's Creed Black Flag. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. That when we were in Japan, yeah, I didn't even know GTA five was out yet. Because there was nothing there for it, but yeah, there was. I, Assassin's Creed was everywhere. I saw Batman ads. Yeah, yeah. There's Blackgate ads too, like. Um, for Vita, there. I'm interested to see how that game sells. Uh, there's like a like. I go on PlayStation's. This is a little se- Colin secret. Colin a lot of people secrets. don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> on on YouTube.com/slash. Uh, oh, YouTube is your Colin secret. PlayStation JP is like. This is, is this cool video streaming site I know <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> not there, many people on. If you go to slash, if you go to slash PlayStation JP, it's like we're all like it's the it's not very like it's seldom used. It's not nearly as big as like PlayStation's US or UK yeah. accounts. Um, but they put all their trailers and like commercials up there and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's cool. I gauge what's interesting in Japan because I can't read what it says based on how many views it has, and like everything around. There's like Tearaway stuff is doing okay. GTA Five, Assassin's Creed, the Blackgate trailer had like 170 thousand mm-hmm. views um, compared to like everything around it, which is like t- 10, 20, 30 thousand. So, I'd be interested to see how that game does. What was cool in Japan? There were a lot of Vitas I saw. I saw a yeah. lot of people, way more people using Vita than I thought there were. God knows I wasn't nearing with them. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the 3DS blows it out of the water. I was street yeah. passing my balls off over there. <laughs> I got addicted. It was great. Every time we were on the train, Scott, I had that How many out. did you end up with in the end? I started with 24 or 27 street passes, and <laughs> I ended with 218. Wow. So, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And then they're just you're just gonna show up as some random dude just yelling beyond. Yep. No one had any. There was like I passed like maybe like four people who had Eng- like they were English. They I were also you, tra- travelers. You probably unlocked a bunch of cool like regions because. Uh, yep. Yeah, you got totally. Like, yeah, I got a whole yeah. bunch of country regions. That but was what? But no near. You no, didn't get no near. a new track from Mod Nation Racers. I didn't get any oh, new yeah. uh, high value target for Unit <laughs> 13. Game goods, Super Stardust. That, that's one of the things that really frustrates me is how much fun I was having street passing and how dumb it is. So I, I'm just collecting yeah. puzzle pieces and yeah. saying hey to somebody. Why didn't 
why why was near why is near so stupid yeah, yeah. near sucks but you know my conspiracy theory about near no one understands how it works and like no one will admit it not even at sony like it doesn't it doesn't work like there's no there's like i just use it on, I, I also, every month or so i turn it on i'm like what the fuck I know, is this and that's the weird thing like i so <laughs> I literally, like, it, it's called near so i and we all know what street pass is so i was assuming it was like street pass yeah but sitting in my apartment like if i turn on near it's like oh you're you've got like 30 game goods from people over Wi-Fi that you're nowhere near. And I'm like, what the fuck is near? Why is it called? Well, yeah. it's got to be, it's all relative because only have seven people in San Francisco. Well, that's the, yeah. <laughs> there was the one time when I was at a PlayStation event and I was talking to Jack Buser and he's like, oh yeah, I saw you in my neighborhood the other day. I'm like, how, what, where did you see me? He's like, I saw you on near. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> well, yeah, my train rolls by your house. That's weird as hell. Why would, that's totally bizarre. Yeah, they, they should firmware near out of Vita and do something cool. Like with, oh. you know, they can get rid of it from, from via firmware. I hope I had hoped you can't delete it. Toro's friend network was going to do that. Oh, but. holy <laughs> shit! You were, I I felt bad because I saw like we know we see a lot of Vita games. We see a lot of great games. Some some are good, some are bad. And you know you 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 write about them, you see them, you talk to the developers, or whatever. But when I saw that game, like I couldn't even feign interest. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like I, I'm like I'm like I'm not going to write about this. So I'll just I'll move on to the next game. But I was like, what? Well, there's another product it. putting it out to die. I've downloaded it and never touched it. I have no um, idea what it does. You just made me mentioning near uh you always had i remember your whole thing at launch you bought a 3g vita because you right. wanted to be able to respond to messages and blah yeah. blah, blah and now this is wi-fi only right so are you gonna miss that 3g functionality or no. did you just not use it at i all? mean it, i used it here and there like that was the big thing is like i would run into it where i'd be like i'd be on the train and i could accept friend requests blah blah, blah. but it never was super fast like i yeah. basically anything i ever wanted to do game with over it, it or anything. exactly yeah. anything i wanted to do i'd wait till i got to a wi-fi so are you were you still paying for it month to month and now you're just gonna kill it or no i well i was still using the review unit sony had sent us that was uh, still an ign vita that See, that's what you're talking about. You're talking yeah. about like the fact of why would – this wouldn't be an upgrade you'd buy. Yeah. I bought it because I technically don't own a Vita, and yeah. I am going to fucking quit this place soon. I'm going <laughs> to burn the walls down. No, it, but that was the thing is the fact that you know I'm not reviewing games anymore, so right. I didn't have a reason to really hold on to that Vita, so sure, I pushed sure. it off back to the company pile. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm a good man. I try to be at least. You're a good looking And man. thorough. Yeah, and, and thorough. thorough. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. <laughs> Time for some news. There are 10 items on the list. Woo! Ooh. They call it almost a baker's dozen. Almost. almost. A dodecadon. <laughs> Number one, PlayStation 4 is officially sold huge, Greg. Sony huge. confirms that PlayStation 4 has sold 2.1 million units globally. It came out on November 15th in North America and November 29th in Europe, Latin America, and select other locations around the world. We don't know the exact numbers by region, but we do know that PS4 sold over a million units in 24 hours in North America and 250,000 units in 48 hours in the UK. In both locations, it was the biggest console launch in the history of the industry. You Damn. know what I respect about this number? Is that they're not doing that bullshit where it's like 2 million shipped to stores. Mm, like these yeah. are sold through to consumers. And I think that's awesome. Number one, that's awesome because that means it's doing really well. But number two, like I respect that they're not like inflating it to 2.5 by saying shipped or whatever. Like mm. I think it's really cool. Well, mm. most of the time when people do that, it's be for the worst it's reasons. Exactly. It's because they, they didn't sell as many <laughs> Just as they to sound more impressive. Yeah, right, yeah. for sure. Is that what the Xbox One number was? Was that no? Sold that was, Xbox was sold through, yeah. uh, but I mean, X, they haven't said anything since Black Friday. The the early reports from like some smaller outlets were that they were they led on Black Friday sales. Yeah. However, part of that might have just been that Xboxes were in stock and PS4s weren't. Yeah. Um, but we don't know because PS4 did a million in the North American 24 hours. Xbox One did a million in, in the worldwide. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's um. They, we haven't gotten this week's Microsoft numbers, so we don't know if but they're it behind or ahead like or whatever. But it seems like just, you know, based on that, like a huge lead so far. I mean... Possibly, possibly. yeah. At least in the 24-hour window. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, like, honestly, all of them, 
doing well is fantastic for the industry because yeah. I think uh, like Colin and I were talking about this yesterday. You know, when the Wii U came out and wasn't selling super well, people were like, "Oh, like no one wants hardware anymore. No one wants to buy new consoles." The but death then, of console gaming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Could be more wrong. Yeah, that. exactly. But now these are doing incredibly well. And like, granted, like a lot of that is pre-orders and stuff. But I mean, we haven't even hit Christmas yet, so it's like PS4 could be at three million by the end of the year, which is rad. Yeah, I mean PS4, they're having supply problems, so they could sell whatever they make right now. Yeah. So, like, yeah. the, the, the sales are as high as they want them to be, you yep. know, or as, as they can will them to be yep. yeah. with their, their factories in Japan and China. So, um, Remember bad as I want to be? Get, how can I forget? <laughs> yeah. Number two, Killzone's developer, Sony-owned Guerrilla Games, has officially hired John Gonzalez. This is a significant hire, Greg. Because, Gonz- Gonzalez, because Gonzalez's specialty is writing for open-world role-playing games. Ooh. Ooh. His most notable role was as lead writer and creative designer of Fallout New Vegas. So, Damn. so now he's at Gorilla, and we know that they're they're working. We've been hypothesizing that they've yeah. been working on an RPG for a yep. long time, but it seems like they are most certainly making an open world RPG. Um, um, if they you, hire a guy like that, do you also have uh, the Korean Yu thing on here? The what? Uh, this, this woman named Corinne Yu worked oh, for oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 343 yeah. and then went over to Naughty Dog which yeah. is a really that's older like, that's older that's not that was about last, yeah. so why I'm don't you sorry. let me go through the Roper report <laughs> God let him do his job alright we, we didn't do an episode last week because you weren't here I'm sorry I missed you too number three but anyway by the way that's really exciting yeah for sure yeah, that, that basically all but confirms their next game is an RPG yeah number three Last month, Top Happy, the director of God of War Ascension, who also worked on God of War 2 and 3, left San, uh, Sony Santa Monica. Today, we know where he ended up, Crytek in Ooh. Frankfurt, Germany. What he'll be working on next remains to be seen, but it's not beyond the realm of possibility that yeah. he'll be working on a possible sequel to Rise, which would be in his real wheelhouse since Rise oh, came out point. of the Frankfurt yeah, yeah, yeah. studio. Oh, yeah. Um, and don't forget that that, I mean, that was Microsoft published, but it could, like, Rise could potentially go multi-platform. The Mass I mean, Effect it's rap. Theoretically. Rise. Rise. What? The Mass Effect rap. <laughs> oh, yes. You're really bad at this lately, by the way. I've noticed in the audio recordings. Okay, I'm sorry. I lean. I, I'm gonna. I'll lean with it. I'll there you go. That's all. Yeah, just okay. do what I do. You move it around with you. Okay. Get all used to it. Okay. You're used to chasing things like this. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Sony has registered two domains that indicate that a movie iteration of The Last of Us may be coming. TheLastOfUs-Movie.com and TheLastOfUsMovie.net were both registered by Sony's brand protection agency, Mark Monitor, with Sony Pictures' email addresses. Sony has yet to comment on the possibility of this film being made and can just be squatting on the domains for possible future use. Um, well, you figure there's already that Last of Us fan film that's been getting pushed around on YouTube. Really good. You should go watch it. They've done two parts of it now. Uh, and so maybe that is, you know, they, they see the excitement. Yeah. I'm growing in my beard so I can play Joel. Oh, oh, are you? It's all happening, yeah. Okay, I like it. Broke-ass Joel. Ellie will be like four <laughs> feet taller than you. <laughs> Aisha Tyler's Ellie. <laughs> Joel, they, they're really doing something. They're experimenting with the franchise. Number five. In a back and forth on Twitter, Andrea Pacino, one of the founders of Southern California Studio Ready at Dawn, indicates that the developer's upcoming PlayStation 4 exclusive, The Order 1886, is slated for release in the fall of 2014. We've previously only known that the game was aiming to come out sometime in 2014. It's a little mm. disappointing because I was hoping it would come sooner. Um, yeah, you're you're jazzed about it. I never that looks fuck, that game looks fucking awesome. Yeah. No, for like, sure. Like I I I hope it's as good as as everything seems to indicate it will be. But I was I was thinking that because Drive Club will be what January February probably. Then Infamous will be March, and then I was hoping that that May June July period would be the order. Do you think Drive Club that soon? I assume so. Okay. I mean, it can't be that. Could they be f- that far behind what they were supposed to hit for PS4 launch? Like mm-hmm. I'm gonna in a few months. Hey. Knowing nothing but just wanting to make a bet, I'll bet you the Drive Club comes after Infamous. 
Smart pizza. I'm not going to take that back. <laughs> I was going to say smart pizzas on yeah, going go from this Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think they need to get it out. I don't think you want to get it out on top of Infamous. Yeah, but I think they're going to ride launch a little longer, get Infamous to be really hyped up, be the next big first party thing. And then, like you said, there's nothing announced for the summer. Like, obvi- that Uncharted game summer, is yeah. not going to be summer. So, like, there's no like, big exactly first party game. No, I, I agree. But I, I think Drive Club makes sense coming out April, May. But still, this is. I wrote about this, by the way, last week about, like, what. Yeah, I wrote an editorial about. Um, that Sony silence is kind of exciting because we don't yeah. know like what a lot of these studios are working on and like it's time to pull the trigger I think on maybe one of these games now and, and announce it soon. You know, maybe it maybe they do it this weekend at the video. Simon awards. writes into beyond at IGN.com just like you can and says with the traditional Naughty Dog reveal <laughs> coming early this year at the launch event for the PlayStation 4 instead of the VGXs, what do you think the big new game reveal will be at this year's awards show in its place? New God of War perhaps? I would I would put money on that Santa Monica because yeah. it seems like that's probably the furthest along from stuff we've heard. Yeah, um, I think I think it's Santa Monica's game, but I don't think it's God of War. I think I think they hired Corey Balrog back to uh, do God of War four. So mm-hmm. that game is their other game. I think this game that Battlestar Galactica guy is working on, which is apparently a space game. Um, you think that'll be the next announcement? Is is going to be the next announcement? I, 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 VGXs. By yeah, the way, I, video game awards are not VGX if you're lost in what we're talking yeah, about, yeah. and they're actually happening this Saturday, so we're expecting something. And I think, and I, I, people laugh because I like I love Sony Bend or whatever, <laughs> but, I, but I really think that well, because I like talk about them all the time. But I think I think they are working on Siphon Filter, and I think yeah. that I think that game is going to be announced soon too. Yeah, but I is yeah, Cypher Filter. I wonder if it's a that would be awesome. Brian Clement works for Sony. <laughs> um, I do. I wonder if it's going to be for Vita though. I hope not. Um, like I, 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 they need to get the third parties on board with Vita. They need to actually start using their resources for yeah. other games. And we know that every studio is working on a PS4 game, and Bend is not big that's enough. True. That's chat to two. support yeah. two teams. I wonder if Media Molecules game two uh, will just be announced soon because they had that. Like, I'm kind of hoping there's nothing to do with that tech demo they showed at the reveal. Like, I sure hope it's not. A totally either. separate. Thing. But you know them. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. I mean, I still don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, Simon, that you'll see more of. The Last of Us or Uncharted this weekend. You know what I mean? Uncharted, yeah. all we have is that one teaser. And if you remember when they did the reveal of uh, <coughs> Uncharted 3, it was the pan across the map with the Pelican coffee cup, and that's all it was. And then yep. there was the extended the trailer yep. later on. Now, granted, they made a big deal out of saying, here's the tease, look for the full trailer soon. But, I, I again, and even with Last of Us, I mean, they had, like, the viral campaign thing leading up to actually showing the trailer for the first time. And also, that Last of Us DLC thing they showed was, what, eight seconds or something? And that, that yeah. felt like a tease, right? That yeah. felt like that there's there's more to that trailer. Even. I, because that was also that a Jeff like Keighley. Clearly was a tease. But. I mean, well, that was like a Jeff Keighley thing, too, though. I can see them leading into VGX and just doing both of those more extended. Yeah, like, it's just weird. That, a, I guess it's weird that they haven't said that. It yeah. seems like they would say, oh, yeah, yeah, and, you know, look for the full trailer. You don't want to show your whole hand, though. Well, you want You want people to watch? There you go. Good job yeah. moving the thing. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, and then also, I, th- I still hold out hope, and I think it's possible for Fallout Four. Yeah, that'd be huge. Uh, I Bethesda's I mean, done stuff with them Skyrim, before. Yeah, Skyrim yeah. was revealed there. Yeah, I think um, it's possible, and it would make that, like if we're gonna see Fallout Four revealed before the end of the year, that's where it'll be. Yeah, I just don't believe that we will. Okay. It's like You're I've breaking been, my heart. I've been let down the before. E three. I'll I've shit all over the room. When, when Jesus Fallout Christ! Don't watch it at our house, <laughs> please. <laughs> I, I won't. I'll be in Seattle this weekend. Uh, so. I will say this quick about the Uncharted reveal, please like that, that that quick trailer. Yeah, huh? I said please do. Yeah, yeah. Is that I feel like that was a response, a very hasty response to do something to show that they were working on a PS4 game. I, I don't think that they were ready to t- talk about Uncharted, and I feel like, you know, with the significant crunch that The Last of Us went under, and the fact that the teams are like very flexible and fluid there based on like what their needs are. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think I really don't think Uncharted is gonna be ready till at the at the earliest I would say like fall 2015. But like 15? Yeah. 
Whoa, really? Yeah. I would say spring 2015. Yeah. All I Uncharted games were released at the, like around spring. the same time, right? And like so two you, years apart. And I, I think that I think that they're working on The Last of Us still. I don't you, I don't think that, you know. You definitely don't think The Order and Uncharted would be in the same window? Like you don't see Uncharted even remotely being a 2014 No, I actually game. think The Order, now that we know it's coming out in fall, I think that's going to be their big game in, in the fall. Um, but we'll see. I don't. I don't think Uncharted's like ready. What's your take on the titling? Do you expect it to just be Uncharted or like? I mean, I don't think it'll just be Uncharted. I think Killzone and Infamous are good examples of like. I and I think Microsoft's doing the same thing. I don't think you're going to see like Uncharted four, and number, I don't think you're going to see God yeah. of War four. I think you're going to see Uncharted colon blah 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 blah. Yeah. Because I mean, even the original Uncharted was called you know uh, Drake's Fortune, but yeah. I, I think. I don't think they would just call it Uncharted. Um, I think that trailer is obviously like not revealing the full title yet. Yeah. Um, but I, I would be surprised if we saw God of War 4, you know, Uncharted 4, Resistance 4, etc. I'd be surprised if you see Resistance 4. <laughs> Number six. Uh, Killzone Mercenary, PS Vita's best shooter, is getting another patch. But don't worry, this one won't eat up more space on your memory card. Goldfarb, in fact, it will diminish the entire game's footprint. Hey! As you may know, the first wow. two patches for the game take up a staggering 2-plus gigs, but this third patch minimizes the entire file size to 800 megs and should be available in the coming weeks. A fourth update slated for January will fix multiplayer issues, and a fifth update will unleash two new multiplayer maps and offline bots on play for Mercenary and Guerrilla Warfare modes. Wow. It's cool that they're still supporting that. Yeah, it's I was going to cool. say, yeah. do we know how many people are still playing it? Multi- I know it was, for, it was, it was for a hot minute there, it was a big deal. Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's. It it did. It, it uh did pretty well. So yeah. we don't know exact sales numbers, but I guess Christmas fun too. too. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Like God, I would love to just be sitting down and playing Killzone, but there are like <laughs> literally a hundred other games. Yeah. Like it just like that's one of those games where I can see if it had come out in a dead zone or even if if it had been dead launched or Killzone something. Killzone in a dead zone. Playing it. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Number seven. This is exciting news for me. Yeah. So just deal with it. <laughs> Namco Bandai game. has opened a Japanese website teasing an imminent announcement for a new Tales game. The Tales they're teasing will be the 15th game in the core series, and what console it'll end up on remains to be seen, though it's safe to assume it's PlayStation 3. We hope to have word next week on what the game's title is, what platform it's landing on, and when it's coming out. Um, and the website's really cool. It's like every day they update it with, like, a, they go through, like, each Tales game with a new video, like Fantasia and Destiny and all that, and they're leading up to the new the new game. I mean, I know mm. you get mad at me for talking about old news. Um, I would agree that it's PS3 because of that Persona stuff that happened last week. Um, Persona 5 will be on PS3. No. I, <laughs> I think that's good, though. I, I think it makes sense because it's, it's probably been in development forever. Sure, and install base, and they get all that crap. But yeah. again, I, I'm selfish, and I want to play and it it's on a Japanese sexy yeah. PS4. Yeah, and it's they want to sell it in Japan. Yeah, I know. I mean, this is going to be the longest I've held on to a previous-gen console, I think, because like next year already, it's Lightning Returns, and then... Bioshock DLC, Last yeah. of Us DLC. The last Persona. night I felt so defeated. I get home from Japan, I'm all excited, and I turn on the PS4 knowing it won't work. Sure enough, it doesn't work, and I have to unplug it and plug in the lumpy ass PS3. So what I did, I hate your PS3. I down, <laughs> I downgraded my PS3 and 360 to component, so I have my next gen stuff on HDMI, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then when I need those, I'll play them through component, so I don't have to like unhook everything and sure, sure, it up. sure, sure. Yeah. Smart. Number eight. I know you Your are. TV's just all inputs. It, it, it is. What's on input 32? <laughs> my, my, my apartment looks completely ridiculous. Yeah. There's a thousand things plugged yeah, in. I haven't moved the Xbox TV. One in the living room yet. That's going to... Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to remove th- some things there. <laughs> Figure out how I'm putting that guy <laughs> in. 360, you never play it. Number eight. Final Fantasy XIV A Realm Reborn finally has a release window for PlayStation 4. It's set to launch on Sony's new console in April of 2014. The beta will begin in late February for those who are able to take part in it. That's cool. Yeah. That game's supposed to be great. Number nine. Uh, yep. IGN readers. This is another exciting Colin piece of news here. <laughs> Welcome to podcast, Colin. <laughs> IGN, IGN reader Stargamer X informed me of an interesting new trademark filing, and I wrote about it this past weekend. It appears that Sony has filed a new trademark for Ark the Lad. 
Arc the Ladder was a fairly significant JRPG series on the original PlayStation in Japan. The original trilogy didn't come stateside till Working Designs, which was an awesome company, brought it over in 2002, and there were some PS2 follow-ups as well. The series has been dormant since 2004. Um, that would be awesome. Arc the Ladder was cool. And Working Designs, if you guys uh, don't remember them, where they, they brought over like Lunar and a bunch of like really obscure shit, and they like went out of business. Oh, man, Lunar was great. Number 10. The Euphoria HD, a port of PS3's Euphoria, which launched in 2011, is coming to Vita. It'll come out on December 17th in North America and December 18th in Europe. Its price point hasn't re been revealed yet, nor has information on it if it supports cross-buy and cross-save. Man, they're bringing all those PSN games over. Yeah! yeah all the ones they own? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope Guacamelee comes to PS4. I think it is. We'll see. Okay. That's how it comes with the skin creator thing. Yeah. Make your own characters and whatnot. Like the, you, you saw the U one, right? Yeah, they, the, they, the Drinkbox made one yeah. for, of me. Yeah. So there you go. Download that if you're playing on Steam. Or wait for the PlayStation 4. And speaking of things you can download, not really. You can buy, though, <laughs> to support. Oh, I don't even know what the hell I'm talking about. There's a new Beyond shirt on the IGN store over uh, at splitreason.com slash IGN. A yeah. different one? Yeah, a different one. Well, they've restocked the Beyond traditional shirt. You can go get it there, as always. But then uh, I've seen, I've been on this podcast a little bit, a few dozen episodes. Yeah. Uh, Everyone really liked the Stone Cold Steve Austin episode, so we put up a Beyond 316 shirt that looks just like the Austin 316 shirt that you can get. <laughs> it's dope. I already ordered mine. That's straight out of like what 1999. Yep. Yeah, keep yeah. it a real. Greg. Totally. That's what I do, man. You know what? I'm trying. To, I'm working on Ultimate Warrior shirt too. I'm letting you know when that one's up. I'm wearing the 300. Oh, the Beyond 300 limited yeah. edition shirt. You can only get here. Yeah. 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 Scott. Yeah. I'll tell you what. The order sounds like a good game. Yeah. This game from the Patapon director, which is all I'm going to refer to it as until they <laughs> rename it Patapon. Sounds good. But those games aren't coming out for a long time. If I wanted to know where to go and what was in stores right now, what list could I consult? The comprehensive list of upcoming... Jesus Christ. <laughs> Goldfarb. <laughs> <laughs> the official IGN list of upcoming PlayStation software on all three platforms by the IGN editors. I was close. Yeah, I like it. Not you, at do, all. you do just fine, Scott. <laughs> you can leave. You keep, you keep doing what you're doing. Good day, sir. Uh, on PS4, Escape Plan comes, mm -hmm. the, the port of the Vita game. I'll review that later this week. There's a new trophy list? or uh, Yeah, it does. Ooh. And it's free if you already own it on Vita, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and Tiny Brains comes out finally. Uh, that was supposed to be a launch game. Yeah. I forget we'll which one is that it? This week. It would always... It's like a, it's about the mice. It's like a it's like co-op puzzle game. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, it's I like played a, a bunch of it. Poor Man's Ibn Ab. Yeah, I played a bunch of it with Marty. Uh, it's not getting a super great score. Okay. Uh, well, there you go. But I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun if you have like four people in a room. I just don't know. It's if not. It's... it's only local. Um, it might be online also. I, hope I mean, so. we play For the local. love of God. Yeah, but I mean, like <laughs> it's the we, PlayStation Four. It, I, I don't think I would have had fun with it if it if it hadn't been local. Mm. Yeah, or if you have children. Like, yeah. It seems like a very child-centric yeah. game. Well, when I played... It's hard, though. It's also, yeah. like, complicated for, for a kid. I yeah. reviewed Super Motherload, which is a, a competent game on PS4 launch game. It's like a, you drill into the ground, you get, you know, resources and stuff. It's a very nerdy game. And <laughs> the, it's... it's uh, <coughs> only has local co-op, and I'm like, what in the fuck, man? You know, like, it's... You can't make games like this anymore. Like, well, it comes yeah. down to the developers having servers, right? Yeah. That's the whole... That, that's the hold-up. Well, you the do peer-to-peer. Sure. But I mean, th what's odd though is that a lot of the industry is like moving away from local. It's like like there are some developers who have like only a local, and then there's like most of the time it's like nobody even bothers. What's because for like a game like Killzone or something, yeah. like it's like you you can't do split screen because it's yeah. like a rendering nightmare. Yeah. Um, I think uh, 
my favorite thing about playing Super Motherload with you was that it, it's like a drilling game and you're drilling for elements and there are these rocks that are underground that are actual elements, but instead of calling them gold and silver and iron, it's like goldium and ironium and silverium. And I'm like, what, why, why didn't you just call it gold and silver? Someone has the copyright. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> really, really weird. Uh, on PlayStation 3, Gran Turismo 6 finally comes out. Oh. That's uh, this Friday. It's not out It's not until Friday, so that what would is... be the 6th. Why are they doing Friday releases? I have no idea. Okay. And on it might be because it's a worldwide release and games come out in Europe on Friday, right? So and GT6 is going to be much Because they now. did The uh, Last of Us and they did a couple. The Terroir was a Friday release. Uh, it might be because like global stuff for them. Yeah. And on Vita, Rainbow Moon finally comes Rainbow. over. Gave away a bunch of codes up for that yesterday on, on Twitter. Um, I'll review that. I'm sure it's just as awesome, but we'll see. Uh, and uh, Stick It to the Man, which is a PS3 game, comes to Vita. And that's a that's a fun little... Um, it's from Ripstone, the guys that did uh, uh, Men's Room Mayhem, that published mm. Men's Room Mayhem. Mm. And it's a fun little like puzzle game. Like, for Rainbow Moon, platformer. for people who are going to jump into Rainbow Moon for the first time, mm. first off, you, based on what you know from PS3's version, you recommend they should play it, right? Yes, absolutely. Should they play Is What about difficulty? I know it gets really hard. It does. I, I played it on hard because I thought there were trophies for it. Yeah. This was like long before the game came out. And you, there's a bunch of hidden trophies and there is no trophy for it. So I was like, oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> and you can't change it. I think it's fine on normal. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a grid-based turn. It's turn-based, but on a grid. So it's not like, uh, it's got like a strategy element to it. Gotcha. And it's uh, it's really, really good. And those guys are really talented. They did the Soldner games, which are like space shooters on PSN. Um, and they're doing a sequel to Rainbow Moon called Rainbow Skies that comes out next year for PS4. So, um, so it's pretty exciting. You know, this is a good, good stopgap. And this talks to your... This, so there's no cross-buy, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Um, I think they're working on trying to get people discounts or something like that. Okay. But um, it does speak to the PS3 version. So you can bring your save over and stuff like that. Hmm, nice. Play wherever you go is what they say. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Oh, wow. Thank you. Topic of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you talked about people being a bit more excited for the PlayStation Vita recently. We have a whole bunch of PlayStation Vita questions. Yay! Vita, yay! Vita, Vita, Vita. First one comes from Travis Lamar Coleman. <laughs> That's Travis Lamar Coleman. I like Travis Lamar Coleman because two of his names are Nashville characters. <laughs> Lamar and Coleman, Coleman, of course. Coleman's the uh, guy that lost the Yeah, he mayor was the former mayor, and then Teddy and Lamar helped out him. Teddy. He got him out of there. <laughs> I'm very excited <laughs> to be the mayor of Nashville. <laughs> persona, Time to wrap it up. Wrap it. <laughs> Travis writes in and says, I want a PlayStation Vita and PS4, but the holiday season is near and I can only afford one or the other. I want the Vita for the exclusives on the gaming go and the streaming abilities with the PlayStation 4 at home. Also, I have PlayStation Plus, and every month I feel like I'm missing out on free stuff. On the other hand, the PlayStation 4 is the new hardware and where next-gen games are going to be. Which should be the first console for the future gaming setup? PlayStation Vita or PlayStation? Just buy that bundle that was available at launch. <laughs> yeah, you buy the bundle. If you're in the UK, buy it right now. Um, uh, I would go PS4. Yeah, me too. me too. I yeah. mean, I love my Vita, but I mean, like, if, if, if you're talking about the future of gaming experiences, get a PS4. Yeah. He, he's going to get both eventually is what he's saying, yeah. which makes the question interesting, I think. Right now, yeah, it's I would say, like I do anything, when people used to argue about PS3 or 360 or now Xbox One or whatever, like, what, 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 what library calls your name, right? If there are, like, a dozen PlayStation Vita games that you're ready to just get crazy in, just go do that then. Get wild. Get fuck wild. <laughs> Take off your shirt. Buy a yeah. Vita. It don't matter. But if, you're, if, there, if there's like one or two games and you feel like you're going to play more games on PS4, then I do yep. that. Mm-hmm. I mean, just based on, you know, apples and oranges kind of comparison, I think the PlayStation 4 is way sexier. It's way cooler. It's going to look way bigger, better on a big screen, right? Like, it's going to look way bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I think uh, 
we're going to see bigger plans for the Vita next year. I feel like it, as far as like investing for the future and having something for long-term evolution, I feel like the PS4 is the better way to go. Yeah. Um, whereas the Vita, we're certainly going to see the Slim come to the U.S. We're going to you know see additional software expansion and stuff like that. So whereas the PS4 is like if you buy it now, it's going to evolve with it. You know, right. Stuff, right, right, so. right. Scott's so smart. He's no. right. Am I the only one at the table without glasses? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Fucking nerds. You You're genetically superior. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was it like being the star quarterback and dating the high school prom queen? <laughs> uh, Dylan Wright saying he's from New York. He says, "Yeah, New York." I know there is a lot of focus on the PS4 with good reason, but I've had a Vita for about a month and I am already running out of games I'm interested in. You gotta be kidding me. What are the chances of another <laughs> Uncharted or Last of Us game coming to Vita? Also, what are the odds of third-party games such as Madden, Assassin's Creed, and Call of Duty? Madden's so, not coming back. Yeah, I, I don't think Madden... Well, I mean, maybe like some terrible port of like the mobile version or something, yeah. but I don't think they'll develop a game from the ground up for Vita for Madden. I mean, if you like Uncharted, if you, it sounds like he's looking for third-person games, like play Unit 13. Uh, yeah. I mean play Assassin's Creed Liberation. Like, there's enough stuff on there that I think you can actually... Yeah, I, I just don't understand this whole there are no games on V... Like, this well, argument you know, he, just doesn't he, hold he water. He does put the caveat of games I'm interested in. He's not <laughs> just saying there are no games, which, of course, well, but, is wrong. The, but yeah. what does that mean? I mean, so, like... I, I guess I just don't understand that either. I mean, what he sounds like he's, he wants is the console experience game. Uncharted Last of Us, Madden, Assassin's Creed, Call You basically of Duty. play them yeah. all. That's it. Yeah, so, so, play, <laughs> so play Uncharted, play Assassin's Creed, play Unit 13. Um... I think there are other smaller games that are really special on there. Hotline like, Miami is awesome. Yeah, yeah exactly. play Hotline Miami. Play yeah. Velocity Ultra. Play you know, like there's you know East is really Muramasa. good. Yeah, Muramasa is awesome. There's like a like Dragon's Crown. There's like Dragon's Crown's awesome. There are yeah. like a bunch of Persona awesome games on Vita. Sound like what you want, but Persona you Persona should is what everybody get. wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you I have think, a heart, you I want. Persona. I think Vita's lineup's actually like becoming really strong dude absolutely and i think it's also like i mean there's games that you like flower is now on vita and that blows my mind because that's like one of my favorite games ever that i can just play that seems I want. like so, when did that come out when did was it on I ps4 we were at dinner with shu and talking to him about it and he brought it up I'm like is that i can i downloaded it today i was like i didn't even realize it's, it was so yeah. quiet like i yeah. downloaded it to my ps4 already but i didn't realize it was up on free they stealth released it separate trophy list too mm -hmm. um i was playing a bunch of it uh when i was home it, they slightly changed some of the trophies um so it's like the one for reminiscing for three minutes is now you have to do one minute per level and some stuff like that. And the controls take a little Make it more annoying than it already is. Um, <laughs> there, it has a touch control option versus a motion control option, but don't use it because it's very weird. Yeah. Yeah. It came out on the 12th, if you're curious, right? Mm. They, never, they never announced anything about it. Interesting. Mm -mm -mm. They, should, they should change that. I think because I don't think they care. Like I think it was just a thing where it's like sure. it's out on Vita 2 and you, if you bought it, you can have it there. You've too. already spent the money. Thanks for your time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... From the what we've seen with people being more excited for Vita, the integration of the PS4, do you do you think? I mean, like, I will there be another Assassin's Creed one day? Will there be another Uncharted? Will there be? I Last think of Us? Uncharted and Assassins are probably pretty safe bets. I mean, I think I Ubisoft think so is like one of those. I mean, they're still making Wii U games. Like Ubisoft supports platforms. I think uh, if they have a studio like Quebec or whatever, who or Singapore, or one of those like other studios that can do one, I think they probably would. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Uncharted. Like, I still think Ben will make another Uncharted game for Vita. That'd um, be nice, but I just don't think they want to do that shit anymore. I, I agree, and I think they're, they're, they want. I think they can do more than that, yeah. for sure. But I, I also think, like, I, you know, we talk a lot. I went to that talk at GDC last year or this year of uh, them talking about the Vita controls and about, like, what they've learned and how they can apply that to the future. And, like, I don't think you do that talk unless you're making a Vita game and very specifically that Vita game. So I, I still think Ben is probably doing that. I hope so. I would love to see them. I just feel bad for them. They haven't made their own game since... Well, I mean, seven. I mean yeah, as yeah. you said, though, every Sony game is working on a PS4 game, so it's a question of if you're right and if they don't have two teams, if they're just making that PS4 game, then it's obviously not an Uncharted game for Vita. But yeah. if, if they have a sub-team or, you know, a split team doing a, 
Uncharted game while they work on whatever siphon filter for and siphon filter will be what four five actually yeah but Jesus. again it won't be called that. There, I mean there's yeah. seven siphon filter games but there, there's a lot of anyway th- that game has been rumored for a long time like I, I don't think that those rumors a lot of the, the rumors come from people from the uh what Logan Shadow whatever ends in a in a cliffhanger and so right. people want that to continue so that's probably some of the source of the rumor but i like a logo leaked and like all this stuff and like i think that was i think ever ago yeah i think it's safe to assume that they're working on it like they're yeah. that they are working on siphon shelter with dual sticks on the vita would be awesome yep. the, the two psp ones are i love so the psp good. ones and so yeah. is resistance retribution yep all those games were fantastic yep. to see what they, they could do now they all felt like they needed a second stick though is yeah, the thing and course, so like yeah. oh it would feel the, so it good was always this is really good for a third person psp that's what i'm saying like let them loose like let them do something you know like let them off the leash. Those guys are those guys are really talented. The, the, the core yeah. of that studio has been there since Sony before Sony bought them. So core, that's where they filmed core. Yeah, core. <laughs> <laughs> they were called they were called Ididick or whatever, right? They were they were the they were like oh, a, yeah, a, yeah. an old studio in the nineties. Like the same guys that made Siphon Filter One are still there. Like like let them do their thing and yeah. and, uh, and yeah. uh, you know let them flex because like you know they get they get put on Resistance and then they get put on Uncharted and you kind of yeah. just that's cool. Like they did they did those series proud. You gotta let but, Eric Jensen flex his muscles. Let yeah, Eric Jensen, become Eric the David Jensen, Ballard of yeah. developers. Eric Jensen has a thing or two to say about what he wants to do next, and I harass him on Twitter every once in a while. But he won't tell me. <laughs> I'd be very surprised. <laughs> I'd be very surprised to see another Call of Duty on Vita, though. To his question. Oh yes, yeah, I yeah, yeah. that agree. I mean, like, <laughs> I, Call of Duty, I think Call of Duty has the same problem that Madden had, which is that like it just it it was a bad version of that franchise yeah. and then they, they were like oh well it didn't sell so we're not going to do another one like I feel like that was an unfortunately timed thing well, I bet you it did sell I bet you that game did sell yeah I mean the bundle probably helped it sold it well sell, for Vita numbers that were out exactly like when if you're Activision right and you can make an extra DLC you can put it you know like for Activision to put their own people on that game because granted oh, no, it was that like wouldn't happen. they didn't do that yeah they didn't do I that mean, either I mean unless Sony pays for it all again and has like another studio handle it and lets Activision just put the name on it that could happen again but then we just get another crappy Call of Duty game yeah. like to get a proper like to have like Neversoft doing it or something I don't think will ever happen because Raven. Activision knows like if they give that team a map to work on for the Xbox One and PS4 version it will make them so much more money right. than a Vita game ever yeah. could well, yeah. and that's where I think stuff like remote play is going to be really cool because then you can yeah. just promote the fact that you can play, uh, yeah. you know, the actual Call of Duty on on your Vita. I, I mean, f- it's not a super effective sure. solution, but you also are missing. It's just so frustrating to me. Like we've talked about this a billion times, but it's just so. It was such a missed opportunity to not every copy of Black Ops Two comes with a code for Black Ops to classify. Yeah. your experience transfers over. Like it, it, it could have been the most bare bones one map game. Yeah. But your experience transfers to Black Ops Two, and it would have been like like it would have sold so well and sold so many Vitas. Well, and the studio that's doing that or did that is now doing free to play games. Yeah, so they were called Nihilistic, and now yeah. they're doing like mobile games. They're called Instigate. Yeah, yeah. No, they yeah, they right. uh, they did they shamed themselves and, right out of the industry, yeah. but. <laughs> But yeah. that's not really their fault. I don't, they got I don't the think they, of the DNA. Yeah, they, yeah, they were sure. given no time to work. Like, yeah, Call of yeah. Duty might as well have been made in a month. I mean, like... The, the, yeah, it might have been. <laughs> the, I mean, the stories about, the, the stories about the, both Resistance and Call of Duty indicate yeah. that they were developed in, like, no time at all. And I think that Resistance suffered because Call of Duty yeah. had a start. Yeah, like, sure. like, so if you look at, like, Call of Duty came out in October, Resistance came out in May, that means that that game was made in the window be- and went yeah. through CERT and QA in in that time. Resistance yeah. feels like an unfinished game, and even textures, like, in it make it look like an unfinished game. Yeah. Yeah. They could have the done, they, they done better if they... Um, the unfinished they swan. Yeah. <laughs> that should have been a crossover. Should have been that map. <laughs> With Resistance. They should bring, bring that to Vita. Yes, they should. Yes, they should. And Matt Journey. Wilson writes in, 
It says, I am loving Tearaway. Yes. It's by far the best Vita game I have played. I find it interesting how its holistic use of the Vita's unique touch and acceleration technology was a keystone of the game and never felt gimmicky or forced. Do you think that Tearaway may lead the way for more developers to embrace the Vita's various unique functions to make games more unique and tailored for the platform? I hope so. I mean, I, I think I was, we were talking about this the other day. Like, it's uh, with, I was with Ryan McCaffrey, actually. Like, it. It would lose them money, and I understand why it'll never happen, but I almost wish Tearaway just came with every Vita because, like, it is the best example of how to use those features and not make them feel gimmicky. Like, every button, every feature, everything on the Vita is used in Tearaway, like, expertly and, and subtly and in this really cool way that does, never feels gimmicky, never feels forced. Like, it always feels like a natural part of the world. Game's so good. But the problem is, is like... Uh, that game feels so natural and great because it was built from the ground up for that purpose. Right. Yes. Like, like that's that's the struggle I think a lot of people are going to find. Like, when you're doing something like a kill zone for the Vita, like, you, like when you strap it on, it feels kind of awkward. Yep. Uh, whereas something like, you know, Media Molecule is amazing. Like, and they just, like, pull stuff out of the sky. It's just <laughs> like, it, like, how did you think of that? Like, yeah. it, unless you're coming into a game like that as a developer, I think it's going to be really hard to to make that deep integration of those unique controls. This difficult. is doubling back to the whole Madden and Assassin's Creed problem, right? Yeah. Of, yeah, when you are doing something and you're trying to make as much money as possible because you're a company and you're not tied to the Vita. <laughs> you know, Sony's the only people who care if the Vita really succeeds or whatever. That's when you get into this d- dilemma of, well, no, we're not going to invest you know, resources in this one. If we just do it this way and port it to DS, it's fine. It's the same way. Yeah. You look at the Lego games, right? Like, they're, I don't know. I, they must make, you know, when they net them out between Vita and DS, same game, same development time, and it, it must be, you know, a profitable exchange for that. It bumps yeah. me out, too. Like, there are so many games, like uh, Skylanders, just it, the only platform it's not on is Vita, and that's a bummer because, like, that would help it, I think, and it could even just be the 3DS version. But... Yeah, but it's not these companies' jobs to, like, no, to, to help, help the platform. Of course. Like, like, but I do, I do see promising signs. Like, like I agree, the, the Lego games continue to come to Vita. That yeah. means that this is like the, the the one that comes out next year will be at the fourth one. So that, that that means that like they're selling on Vita, they're making money, or they would not do it, you know, because they have to do QA and start separately. I know it's a port of the 3DS game; <coughs> it should be a port of the PS3 game. But um, and I see little promising signs in places like Activision releasing Spider-Man, the open world game on Vita, mm-hmm. just like kind of stealth releasing it, just to see yeah. how it does. Like that's a good sign. It's them saying like, let's just see and how border, this does borderlands yeah. people keep forgetting about but like but sony paid one. for that you know yeah. like but that's what sony has to and media molecule is owned by sony so like that's like a you know like greg was saying like that's a whole thing where it's like they don't these com- these companies do have a lot of like the word from all the developers that sony owns is that they have they have like a lot of carte blanche to do what they want but you know you're not going to make tear away if you're an independent developer sure yeah. sure you know yeah yeah well, it would have to be a first party studio for sure well and per like i think it was like a year ago we were uh i was on the podcast we were talking about like how amazing would be if like the ecosystem of PlayStation would expand into all these different products and that's <clears throat> what I think we're seeing here more than anything like with the Vita TV and the Vita and the PS4 like PlayStation think, app yeah like I think that is they're slowly but surely working to that idea of like you know one PlayStation experience across all products so like you know I think the idea of Vita unique experiences is going to be less of a big deal next year <clears throat> as you know the platforms expand and more of just like sharing experiences across all of them yeah, I mean, I worry about that, though, because, like you were saying, like, it doesn't, like, if it just, it, like, I love the idea that, like, Sound Shapes is on PS3 and PS4 and Vita, and, like, Flower and mm-hmm. games like that, I think, can work in a good way, but, like, you don't want that for every game, because there are games that clearly weren't designed to work on Vita, or there are games that were very much built around Vita that would never work on PS3, PS4, and uh, I think, like, it's really smart of them to to kind of make this cohesive ecosystem. I love that idea, but I worry that 
you can go too far with it. Like it only mm-hmm. works up to a certain point. Otherwise, you just have like clearly inferior versions of of most of your games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Peter that's a fair point. He's beating. Around, he's he. You're all beating around the bush. He has the same, the same thing Scott Lowe touched on a little bit ago. He's been playing a lot of Assassin's Creed on Vita, and he says when using this feature, I thought to myself, do we even need Vita games anymore? Main console selling point was console quality games on the go. Now we can play Assassin's Creed 4, Battlefield, all these other things through remote play. Are developers even going to bother making AAA games anymore? I don't know. I mean, no, it, I don't. I don't think they will. I mean, the infrastructure for inter- internet and stuff to make remote play always work and be reliable and stuff is probably not quite there yet. But I mean, within a couple of years, you might see that happen, which is kind of a bummer because I like, like, I still like the idea of. Like, I, I think there will always be Vita games to some extent. I don't know if you'll see huge AAA ones, but obviously you're always going to be playing on the train or not have an internet connection or whatever. So it's like there are times when you're going to need a dedicated game. Yeah. Unless I, I build something where you can, like, download the game to the yeah. system for system memory for a limited time or something. What I see with, like, games like Tearaway is, is the platform coming into its own a little bit. Like, where it's like we're not trying to make console games on the Vita. We're trying to make unique experiences that are only really kind of available on, on yeah. that idea. Like, that is the stuff that excites me about Vita. I, I feel like remote play kind of fills that void. I don't know if it'll, like... I, all of my experiences with remote play have not suggested to, the, to me that, like, this is something I'm going to want to do all of the time. Like, or, you know, like, that is, is going to effectively replace, like, those kind of, like, sure. AAA experiences. But I do think what we'll see more of are Vita games that are distinctly Vita games. Yeah, the way I think you're going to see those distinct games for Vita come from Sony's first party. And then, yeah, you'll see people bring, you know, Indie Station, all that other crap you want to say. But, like, Hotline Miami's amazing on Vita. Yeah, That's where I want to play awesome. it. Yep. You'll see games like that come over, right, that are going to be these little things that are still there to supplement the fact that you have these original games coming out every so often from Sony. And then on top of that, this is more of an accessory tying you to your PlayStation 4. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I think, you know, yeah, the Indies will come and for sure. And I think that, you know, one, that, that was probably interesting. Well, maybe it interests Goldfarb a little bit, but I know you guys aren't super into like Japanese games and role-playing games and stuff, but like that's starting to really hit in Japan. Like a lot of studios are going to start making Vita games over there now because, like I said earlier, the, the the PSP to Vita turn is finally happening, and we're seeing it in sales charts. And um, when a game like Tukaiden sells um, or Tukaiden sells uh, like six hundred thousand units, that's a fucking enormous. That would be millions of copies in the United States, like per population per capita or whatever. Um, those are significant. That's significant. You know, mm-hmm. God, God Eater 2 sold 260, 270,000 units in three days. That's over a million units if it was in the United States, you know, per capita. Like, these games are on Vita and they're selling really well. And so I think, you know, we're going to see companies like Tecmo. Tecmo is going to continue to support it. They're bringing Tukit in here. Um, hopefully, Namco brings the Tales games over finally that are on Vita Hearts and Innocence. I mean, Atlas um, is making that new Persona game for yeah. it. Granted, it's like a little rhythm game, but I mean, that's still... I wouldn't be surprised if Persona 5 was on the Vita eventually. Like, yeah. th- there's... Uh, like, if, enhanced if, port of Yeah, like yeah. Golden or whatever. Like, I think that I think that if you are, you know, it's very similar. It, it really is very similar to the, what happened with the PSP, which was like, PSP had a few really promising indie games, like, and mi- there were minis and stuff like that, like Zombie Tycoon and stuff. And then, right. like, they, a lot of the Japanese games from uh, Falcom and 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 you know NIS and all these guys like came over like East and you know uh, uh, just a, a ton of like late gen games. Need some Valkyria um, Chronicles. And uh, yeah, that never Tom came Cruise over. Movie? So they, I, should, they still made three for PSP. Let's get an yeah. HD port of that over here. So, so I, yeah, right. <laughs> so I think so I think that like the situation is going to turn out very similar to that. And I'm I'm totally happy with that. Like I don't need a game like Killzone. Like, yeah. I, like, I don't even need a game like Tearaway. Like, uh, Tearaway's cool. I'm going to play it. I'm saving it for Christmas because I'm going to be in Long Island for a while. But what I really want is a game like like when I'm, like East Memories of Celsius that I'm playing right now. The game's fucking awesome. You know, yeah. like, it's not, yeah, a, yeah. it's not like a great game. It's not like this 
killer app, but it's like a fun, good action RPG. Like, keep giving me those. Keep giving yeah, me totally. Yep. People want the Monster Hunter clones, like 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 God Eater and like like uh, you know Soul Sacrifice and stuff. So, well, and I think I think we're seeing like a a technical cap to the potential of the PS Vita too. There's like it was kind of obvious at the time when it launched that it was you know, at a slower rate of innovation over something like a smartphone or a tablet. But uh, now with the PS4, the disparity is even more obvious. Like, yeah. you, like I think the the problem with games, like AAA games that are native to the Vita, like Killzone, Mercenary, like Mercenary like blew my mind in terms of what it was capable of, but I do think that's like the limit of what this system is capable of. So, And again, that was from a first party studio that like, yeah. is pushing it like to the bone. Like yeah. it's like as far as it can go, yeah. Yeah, so I... I I, I don't know. I feel like the timing when it was announced, the Vita, I was very excited about it. But I, 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 at the same time, I was like, "This is a weirdly timed product because you knew the PS4 was looming. You knew that like this was this was all going to happen, and and just seeing what the rest of the market was doing, it definitely set, it seemed like a huge leap, but still underpowered." So I wonder if they iterate on it. I wonder yeah. if they. I wonder if they actually boldly release another one, like a Vita two. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. and like it's backwards compatible, and it, you know. I don't think so. I mean, I, but I don't think it'll be smart. But um, it yeah, makes but you I mean, wonder if, like, that's the plan. You know, like, yeah. like somewhere in 2016, 2017, they're like, we're going to release another Vita called something else, maybe. And, and it's backwards compatible and all that kind of stuff. Maybe you could put your UMDs in it, Greg. Oh, my God. The universal yeah. media discs, of course. They're universal in everything. You can put them in yeah. You got a I mean, VCR, you shove them in, they work. I mean, the thing is, is, like, by the time, you know, the, the Vita has its, you know, it run kind of hits its limit maybe next year or the year after, like, whatever, uh, in terms of power like the the chip like industry is going to get to the point where like those kind of like big leaps and experiences are much more possible mm -hmm. on something this small so uh I, it would make a lot of sense i don't know uh business wise it would make a ton of sense but no, I, I, uh, it's definitely feasible yeah, yeah and, and I, I will say because scott did bring up one one last interesting point which is that sony is is finally learning that it needs to leave playstation brand like put the playstation brand hardware and get their stuff everywhere and they they started doing this with like that um bentley's backpack life. Uh, well, well, yeah, that. but like Bentley, <laughs> Bentley's hack pack, or whatever from Slide right. Four was on iOS and Android, and well, then they released that, that remember there was that, there was that, there was the infamous Wonderbook E3 yeah. press conference, and right before Wonderbook, they spent a lot of time talking about PlayStation Mobile, and everybody said that was the first part of the dip, and I said that was the first part of them future proofing, like yeah. that we're gonna look back and say that was like when they were like, hey, you can get our games on phones, by the way. You know what I mean? For like a when moment there, I thought you it. meant like an infamous Wonder Book, and I was like, yeah. "When did that?" I, was like, I, was like, I totally missed that. It's Trish and uh, Cole's stories. <laughs> I was really drunk at that um, press conference. Apparently, I uh, I really liked the um, uh, I really like currently presently the uh, PlayStation app on iOS. It's oh. actually really easy for friend requests and for yeah. just browsing stuff, trophies. Well, and I don't think we've seen the end of PlayStation Mobile in terms of like the smartphone integration. You I, think, the end of yeah. I want that Diet Coke PlayStation All-Stars game that came out in Europe to come to the US <laughs> for my iPhone. Yeah. yeah. It just shows that they're 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 willing to understand and accept that this is what's going to it's something that Nintendo yeah. needs to do. Like, you know, support your hardware, put your great games on your hardware, but maybe think about starting to put some stuff on some other platforms. Speaking of Nintendo, John from Jersey writes in and said, so I heard what Jason Rubin had to say about <coughs> Nintendo, and I got to thinking. I've been a Nintendo fan since the NES days and all, lost all faith in the Wii. With the abysmal sales of the Wii U, do you think there is any chance they get out of the home console market and just let us play their amazing IPs on our PlayStations? Imagine mm. Zelda and Mario on PS4. No. No. I think it's I think it's possible they get out of the hardware business. I don't think you're gonna see no. well, out of the console business. I they don't have, think that I don't think that it's gonna um 
I don't think that they're going to put their IPs on PlayStation. There have been so many Doom and Gloom Nintendo things for a million years. They have this gigantic war chest. They have a ton. I mean, they're not. uh, Nintendo will be around in in their stubborn, weird way for so much longer before that happens. I don't don't dispute that, but I do think that the whole. The war chest, like everyone's like, well, they have so much money. Like, you don't save the money to fucking lose it on a on a piece of hardware. You need yeah. to like, they have the money that that doesn't future proof them. You know, of course not. The Wii U is going to turn. Those comments the, the come from people who have no understanding of this. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like it's it, 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 it straight. Like I read that stuff and it's like it's a really ignorant thing to say because like these companies don't don't like save but twenty billion dollars to also, spend twenty billion dollars. But you also can't discount the fact that they have billions and billions of dollars. Like, and that's the point, right? Yeah. They can they're they're not just going to sit there and watch it float away. But I mean, at the same time, they but can that's afford the suggestion, to take. Though. That's what people are saying. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, well, they they can afford to like you know wait it out." And it's like, of no, course, they no, can't. They have, they have a shareholders, but they can, they can afford to wait it out in the extreme short term. Yeah, like, no, they yeah. can take a loss for a year in yeah. order to yeah, recue and come back. But what? But what? This is the thing. This is the thing that that frustrates me about these conversations. Is 3ds is fine. 3ds is destroying the Vita, and like, there's no doubt that that they like turned the corner. The coup de gras they delivered to Vita like right off the bat was fucking phenomenal. Like I've never seen anything like that you know like in terms of like they waited and were quiet and then they like and, and then they mario, had mario kart like, and then yeah. new super mario brothers and they're like yep. fuck you you know and <laughs> yeah, yeah. and they they killed vita like they they killed it and um and vita like the fact that vita is actually kind of doing okay is, is a testament to i think the, the, the hardware but chuck it along little guy but we use and we use in bad shape and yeah there have been a lot of like i'm, I'm a huge old school nintendo fan like i especially loved you know, I loved it all, but I, re- I really loved GameCube especially, and it was really bummed when people would talk shit about it because I was like, there's great games on this thing, and there are great games on Wii U too. Um, but the situation they're in now with Wii U is nothing like they've been in with any hardware ever, except for Virtual Boy. You know, like they've never been in a situation where GameCube is lapping this thing, you know, and that's sad because GameCube didn't sell well. GameCube did really well off the back of that Smash Brothers and Luigi's Mansion and stuff, yeah, but then there was yeah. a lot of lull, and then the Capcom games were announced, and things were getting better. Don't you forget know. Toadstool Tour. It of almost single-handedly uh, yeah. turned everything around. Uh, fantastic <laughs> game. But the Wii U is in bad shape, you know? And, like, when you see things like um, uh, the UK sales charts where Knack is selling better than Mario, like, <laughs> What? <laughs> you know, like, like, like yep, when yeah. I saw that, I was like, "How is that possible?" Because like, there's not, a, there's not only an install base, a very small one, already established in the UK for Wii U, but this isn't moving hardware either. And so, I really think that this was, uh, this is a thing where there's only a few choices for them. They either abandon the console, which will then remove all cachet they have with people that bought their console, and those people get mad at them. They ride out the Wii U, which is going to sell better next year because there's Mario Kart and Smash Brothers and stuff, but it's never going to reach GameCube level numbers, I don't think. Or, which is the, uh, the the low end of the spectrum for them. Or you do what I think would be super smart for them to do, which is to, you know, phase out Wii U over the next 18 months or so, create a new handheld, and have the handheld transmit or to your TV. So and I, that's it. I... Wii U will never be a runaway success. It won't be. It, it will never be able to claim a huge market share, but it can it can live comfortably in the niche. Like it can be profitable. <laughs> no, but it can be profitable. It's like for a them. doctor I mean, when you're like, oh, it's gonna be bad, but you can live comfortably. <laughs> no, but, I mean, it's true though. Like they can get it to a point of profitability, which is all they care about. And I don't think like it will but never. De- that, that's not true though. They, that they unit need... will never have a, a 
60 million install base or whatever. They can't just admit failure on a console at a company of that scale. I'm not saying like, admit failure. It, it, I'm it, saying don't admit failure. I'm saying keep the Wii U going and but keep... But they can't, yeah, they can't operate uh, like as their lead product or, you know, at least one of their two core products like as a failure. Like, but that's, it, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying like, the exact opposite of that. I'm but saying that they is can, a failure to a company that size. Like you can't, it's not, you though, can't have saying, a niche product for at that. At the moment, it is a failure. They can push it hard enough and release solid software for it and get support for it to the point where, again, it will never take off beyond the point of yeah. being at like whatever 10 million and max ever. But I, I think it can comfortably live in that space and have enough of an install base that they buy the the two Nintendo releases that come out every year and keep it profitable. Like, I mean, if Nintendo's at that point, that's basically where the Wii ended up in the, the latter half of its life. Obviously, it had, like, a gigantic <laughs> install base before that, but yeah. I think the Wii U can get to a point where it just exists for Nintendo and does exactly what they need to do while 3DS keeps thriving. Like, I don't think they need to throw in the towel on Wii U. I think Wii U can get... They can get Wii U to a point where it's profitable for them, and that's good enough. I mean, obviously, that wasn't their intent, but, I mean, I, I think they can let it be a slow burn and grow over the course of six seven years and that's kind of the best position they can get into right now yeah i mean but but the core of the question was what jason rubin said jason rubin of course was a co-founder of naughty dog in case some of the listeners don't know ran and, THQ and former yeah, THQ, ran yeah, THQ. Yeah. and by the way getting a lot of shit for running THQ really into the ground <laughs> I, I was yeah. fucking around i was no, expecting I know, you to people, get me people, right away but people have been tweeting that and posting that like you got to be completely ignorant of what he came was going in there on as THQ. the hell yeah, yeah like yeah. they were like they were that ship was already 90 percent in the yep. water by the time and he actually made some smart Smart move to try to yeah. save it, including Saints as Row. they say in there, spinning Saints Row out into its yeah. own, like the, the the new game into its yeah. own game. Um, but he's right in the main, which is that that because he, he was saying like as a console hardware manufacturer, they are irrelevant. And right now, right now in this moment, that's true. Like so, like he's he's right. Like when when PS4 outsells Wii U in the UK in 48 hours, it like passes its light. Like that's insane. Yeah. You know that yeah. like. I, 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 my personal take on the Wii U is like I, I, there are games that come out like Mario like where I'm like I want one and like I want to buy one and then I'm like I can't I can't I can't spend that much money on this thing you know maybe it's just they got to get rid of the, that that fucking touchpad you know and just and just nix that thing and release firmware that fixes some of their big games so you don't have to use it and release it on the control drop the price I sell think... it for one forty nine or whatever one ninety nine and and get it out there and I bet you that. It, at an appropriate price point, which is, you know, it's about as powerful as a little more powerful than a PS3, sell it for that much, and it'll 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 probably fly off the shelves, especially with a game like Mario Kart, which sold, what, 30 million units? Yep. You know? But but that was on a system with, like, a 100 million, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the problem, too, when people say Smash Brothers is going to sell it. Their yep. mistake was that they put Smash Brothers on 3DS, and that's where Smash Brothers is going to sell. So, you know... They're, in tr- like, they're not in trouble as a company because, like you said, they have a lot of money. But the Wii U is in a lot of trouble. And I'm interested to see what they do to fix it. I mean, Reggie's going to be at that, the awards this week, and maybe they'll re- reveal a Zelda game or something. Hey, but, but look, but, we're retiring the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> we admit a tear, failure. A <laughs> but remember, Zelda's not a big pusher of hardware anymore. And yeah. like Zelda, Uncharted 3 outsold Skyward Sword, which was yeah incredible. So... Um, and Especially for a system like Wii that had like so many people owned a Wii. Yeah. yeah. So it's just it's just I'm fascinated. A lot of people think we hate Nintendo, right? Nintendo. It's not true at all. I'm actually kind of sad for them. You know, and, and it's all with a heavy heart that we say all. It this is because that. like without Nintendo, without NES and SNES, especially, yeah. I would not be in this industry. I would not love games, and a lot of my favorite games of all time are on those systems. So also, we will all play Smash Brothers yeah. in this office, whether whether Cheer! we're the only ones who own it or not. That's yeah. probably when I have to because I don't want to play yeah. it on. I have a 3DS. I don't want to yeah. play it on that thing. So that's probably I, when I will buy a Wii. You've but my 3DS. I struggle to find pity for a company that refuses to like 
recognize sure. the, the, the situation and Should we and make innovate. a line function? <laughs> nah. Yeah. Put an yeah. Ethernet port in it? Nah. I mean, they are kind of... Oh, fuck out of here. They, they were, <laughs> one, like, one username that goes across all devices? Nah. <laughs> I hate you. That's the bigger problem, yeah. I think, is that like at the end of the Wii, it was kind of adorably... It was adorable that they were like oblivious. It was like, oh, Nintendo. But yeah. then like now that it's like on a new console, like up against like these gigantic... Like, Microsoft, say what you will about like all the always online controversy or whatever, but like they are very forward thinking. Yeah. Like they are, whether that's good or bad, they are thinking about the future, so whether Sony. they're wrong yeah. or right. And so is yeah. Sony, exactly. Nintendo would like, is they're in this weird place where like they want it and they see people enjoying these things and they're like oh we can do that too with yeah. the Nintendo network and then like Meverse and people yeah. can post on forums like they do on the internet but it's like nothing it, it's yeah. so far from like the experience and you nobody's get in other saying consoles. that it's easy <laughs> like that, that, that shit is hard and yeah. for a company like Nintendo I get why it's hard but yeah. like you need to do something do it. about it yeah yeah even the even when they revealed that they didn't have like an achievement system that that was like I know that that's like a, a, a sort of a niche thing but I was like that you don't get it. You don't it's get it because yeah. it's little things like that that yeah. add up. Yeah. And I mean, and, and also, like, if we're talking VGX predictions, there's no way Nintendo reveals a game. It, they're going to it's going to be like a Smash Brothers character or something. Like, I, I have no doubt that it'll be like some little interesting news bit. But I do not think that they would ever break from. They didn't have an E3 press conference this year because they rely on Nintendo Direct. Like, they're not going to suddenly seven reveal Nintendo a game Direct at E3. Will yeah. you price drop? No, 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 it's going to be yeah. some they kind can't. of small content yeah. announcement. It's going to be a Smash Brothers character or the new, you know, the box art for Donkey Kong leaked this week mm. and shows that Cranky Kong is the fourth playable character. It might just what? be that. Like, yeah, I, I have a feeling that uh, it's going to be something like that, I would yeah. guess. Yeah. I, I don't think Nintendo reveals a major game at VGX. I will say this, like, I want Nintendo to get healthy again in the console space because, like, I agree, like, they shouldn't have a third console that is like the other two consoles. But they need to, you know, like they're dragging. They show the propensity to do great things because they're dragging Vita's corpse through the fucking mud, you know, with right. the 3DS. But like, it's dark. But it's like, <laughs> but it's like. Well, the- it's not that you even got. I don't know. What you <laughs> I don't know man. It's just, it just frustrates me with the Wii U because I really did start to sour on them with the Wii experience, which I thought was really subpar. And I, w- I wish they would talk to me again. You know, like yeah. talk to me. Like I'm your I'm your boy, Nintendo. It's you your know, boy like Colin. pour That's that Colin. rice and mayo game over. Yeah, get that rice and mayo game from PlayStation <laughs> and put it on the, on the Wii U, and I'll buy that. Sh- but just like talk to me again. Like like I was your boy. You know, like during NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, I was I was all about. You. I spent so much money on those games, man. Yeah. And like. You just don't talk to me anymore. I want you to talk to me again. Yeah. I'm that's, hoping they do a massive overhaul of the UI in that system because right now I actually oh. like the form factor of the gamepad way more than I ever thought that I would. It, it doesn't feel that bad as, as a controller. It feels pretty good for like Mario and stuff. It doesn't feel but, that bad. Glowing endorsement from Andrew. But the, the bigger problem for me is like navigating menus on that thing. Like on the Wii U takes the load times, so yeah. long. It's so unbelievable. Slow. It's yeah. like it's worse than we. Like it how does that even... half as much, and it takes two hundred percent more time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, that that is such a big problem. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Final question goes to Colin. It's from JP. Oh, <laughs> Dear Colin. Yeah. Do you think that getting the platinum and Resogun in less than six days is impressive? Yes, it is. Yeah. There you go, JP. Question. I got the platinum and Resogun. It's a, it's a totally oh, doable, uh, yeah, it's a totally doable platinum. And uh, is there anything that'll like, your head against a wall or what? Beating the game without dying, I would imagine. Or do you? You could beat the game without. Without losing you, which is all not of your life, yeah. Um, and uh, no, it's hard I, I, for some of us. Okay, <laughs> that game's that game is fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah, like I, I it just I'm so glad people are enjoying. It. I get thank you to uh, I've gotten hundreds, literally hundreds of tweets from people, both in America and now in Europe, saying like, "Man, you were right about Resogun. You were right." I want to get a shirt that says Colin was right. I'm getting a dozen <laughs> tweets about Tearaway. <laughs> Does it literally 
literally a dozen. dozen, dozen literally eleven. So I'm glad. I'm glad people are enjoying. I'm so stoked for our European and Latin American listeners and Australian listeners that have PS4 now and can yeah. play it and let us know what you think and keep in touch with us. And you know, it's it's next gen's here. It's very exciting. So yeah, yeah, totally. We got a hit of the week that's related to that. Their next gen. <laughs> This one is Felix. Felix says, I played DC Universe on the PC when it first came out and wasn't into the PS3 version. But now that the PS4 version is out, I had to just give the old gem a try. And oh, doctor, was it still good. I started a new hero named Darth Mintu this weekend. And he's currently (laughs) level 22. And I'm loving every bit of it. Can I be hit of the week so I can play with other Beyond listeners? My PSN name is the same as my DCUO name. Darth Mintu. That's M-I-N-T-U. Darth Mintu. Don't be stupid. All one word. Darth Mintu. Dark. I hate you so much. <laughs> Thank you for all the hard work you guys put in everything. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Colin. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Scott. This is Felix's email, and I'm out. He didn't include <laughs> PSN hit he, confirmed. He put, thank you. He put insert guest name. That's good so I, I count that. That's good enough. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. He thought ahead. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond, episode two. Nope, 320. God, really? Oof, we're going Jesus backwards. Jesus Christ, we've done a lot Only of these 30 episodes till the Colin show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is it? 30. 30 episodes till 350's Colin show. Jesus Christ. Uh, as always, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Podcast Beyond posts every Tuesday on the service of your choice. Thanks for listening. But remember, IGN.com keeps the mics on. So come to IGN.com, read Colin's articles, watch videos of Goldfarb, and then maybe mm. become a Prime member. They give you free games sometimes. I don't really know what else. To do. Oh, you can turn off the ads. That's you nice. You can see Amaris's face. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that the other day. Uh, then make sure you follow IGN on Twitter. It's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Goldfarb is Garfep. Nailed it. Colin Moriarty has no taxation. Scott Lowe is Scott Lowe. Yep. Yeah, good. You, you're changing around. You got all these different aliases. Oh yeah. He changed it once, like two years ago. <laughs> I'll never forget. Whenever I did the experience play. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Every episode of Podcast Beyond ends in a song in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap-Up. Today's comes from Eric Osborne. Hello, Beyond crew. Hello. Hello. My name is Eric Osborne. Uh, I've been a fan since the beginning. Anyway, I have a song submission that I hope you and your audience likes, and I would be honored if you would play it. It's a song titled Aries and is... A hard rock song. <laughs> it's just great. I was screaming at it. <laughs> it has some Bioshock Comstock style ranting in the very beginning. <laughs> My band is called Maya Proxy, and the EP is called War Rumination. You can find more of it on iTunes and most digital stores. Eric, it would be our pleasure to play your song here, your little Comstock rant, Aries. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Beyond. 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 I'm making fun of